Welcome to the Light and Free Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia, an energetic female empowerment coach, mentor, and entrepreneur who believes in radical self-acceptance as the foundation to activate our full power and turn our dreams into reality. When we remember and embrace who we truly are at our core, we unleash an infinite power deep within us and rise into our natural state of happiness and abundance. This podcast is for you to inspire, remind, motivate, and empower you to step into your greatness too, become your most unstoppable, authentic, and happy self, and actually create a life beyond your dreams. Let's go. So welcome everybody for our second speaker. I'm so excited. Our second speaker is Kelly Cologne. And Kelly's going to talk about a life, live a life overflowing with joy. And I truly love the topic because ultimately, isn't that what we all want in life? Like really having this overflow of joy. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much, Patricia. It is so good to be here. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Um, I'm just getting my Facebook over here so I can see. So I can see any comments that are coming through. Um, thank you so much, Patricia, for hosting this. What an amazing couple of days we have. I know it just started and I only caught the tail end of Daniela, but I'm really excited to watch the replay later. Um, what a powerful container with all these great women. I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Yes. Um, you're so welcome. I'm so excited too. So for everybody watching, um, feel free to drop in all your questions to put them in the comments. And we're going to do a little Q&A after um, Kelly has finished her, her little talk. So feel free to, to ask all your questions and we're going to do the little Q&A after that. So Kelly, I would say the stage is all yours and we're so excited. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so for those of you that don't know me, I am Kelly Carlone and I lead people to a life overflowing with joy. Oh, how fun is that? So I am here to talk with you, um, and share a few things in the last eight years of my healing and spiritual journey that have really transformed and shaped my life and have had me just filled to the brim with absolute unwavering joy. So uh, before we dive into all the good stuff, I just want to uh, take a second and kind of set up what the next 45-ish, I think we have minutes to um, cover here, what we'll be going over. So if you're somebody who loves to take notes, grab a notebook, grab a pen. Um, there are going to be some things that you might want to write down. I personally don't like to take notes while I'm watching um, anything live because I just get too caught up in trying to write things down and then I miss all the things. So it is going to be recorded. You can uh, watch the replay later if you feel like you missed anything, um, but whatever feels good for you, um, you know, go for it. I would absolutely love for those of you tuning in live, if you could engage in the chat, it always feels so good to know that what I'm talking about is landing for you. And it also feels really good for other people to know that they are not alone in whatever might be they might be going through. If you're like, yeah, me too. Oh my gosh, 
and everybody's going through the thing and then you don't feel alone you're like i'm not crazy so engage in the in the comments um ask me any questions we will have time for q a at the end but uh i do have my stuff open on the right here so i'll try to pay attention if anything comes up that is important that you need some clarity on um the great thing about these containers is if you have a question 10 times out of 10 somebody else has the same question so don't be afraid ask your question somebody else wants to know the same thing so and if you're watching recorded hit, hit it up in the comments i'll be seeing it i'll be knowing i'd love to know how you uh, take in this information i would love feedback you know any kind of clarity that you need i would love to hear it all so obviously i'm going to be talking today about a life overflowing with joy but before I dive into some things that I have learned, a little bit of backstory is it is my divine gift, the purpose for my incarnation on this earth at this wild time is to spread joy. <laughs> and when I had this revealed to me, I was like, thank you, God what a job like i have one assignment and that is to spread joy challenge accepted like this is great it already made so much sense to me i am clearly an energetically very happy positive person so i was like it all fits it makes sense you know what you're doing god i'm in let's go i envisioned that that would mean it would be a life of like a joy fairy godmother and i would just be flying around sprinkling joy fairy dust on everybody and maybe people who needed a little, little extra joy they get a little extra fairy dust as like life just like will not get any better this is fantastic well if you think about any of the times that you have just been unbelievably overwhelmed with joy i'm talking like heart is ripped open your body feels so warm and full of love like you just had a delicious glass of red wine you're all warm inside maybe it's something you saw that was unbelievable unbelievably beautiful maybe it was a moment you had with your partner maybe it was something you saw your kids doing that just absolutely overwhelmed your entire being with joy to the point where the only thing that you could do was cry tears of joy really think about the last time that that had happened to you and just feel into the amazingness and expansiveness of that feeling of overwhelming joy and really think about the only way that you're able to experience that level of joy and to feel it that deeply is because you've experienced pain. We all know the universe loves to have some cosmic jokes. So when I thought I was gonna be a fairy godmother flying around sprinkling my joy everywhere, turns out I still am, but you gotta go through a lot of pain <laughs> to be able to feel that depth of joy. So needless to say, I have definitely lived through a lot of painful experiences. I have lived through unimaginable tragedy only to realize coming out the other side of it that it is my greatest blessing. So, what I want to share with you today is how 
this unimaginable tragedy has transformed my life and the healing journey through it. And how over the last eight years, I have found these pillars that have really helped me change the way that I live and think about life. So the overarching theme and, you know, a lot of people kind of, or not a lot of people, I used to be one of them. I thought that if I was to have a life filled with joy, then that meant I'm positive Pam. Anytime somebody's negative, I'm there with a positive comment. Anytime anybody's having a bad day, I'm there to cheer them up. And that is not at all what a life overflowing with joy is all about. Not even close. And so we are the overarching theme of everything that I'm going to be talking about today. And all of these pillars kind of interweave and tie back together, which is super cool. But the overarching theme of it all is really detaching from and becoming an observer of our thoughts. We are not our thoughts. We're not even in, we're not even the thinker of our thoughts. We're actually just the listener. And really becoming that role as a third person observer listener to your thoughts is key to reshaping things in your life to let go of any distress, anything that's preventing you from more joy. So really it's all going to circle back and tie back to questioning our own thoughts. And it's really exciting because this is stuff that you can do literally today. Now in this moment, you can reflect back or just throughout your day today, little things that might happen, whether it's you're cut off in traffic, you go to the grocery store and there's no good strawberries left, like the tiniest things to the largest, most detrimental things in your life. These are practices you can put in place right now, today, and start to see the differences. Notice how I said practice. This is definitely not something that will be perfected. Our ego is always going to be there. This is a lifetime commitment of work to always coming back to questioning our thoughts. So don't think that anything needs to be perfect. It's always a practice and going easy on ourselves in the process of it is key because it becomes easier and easier over time. But it's important that we don't come down on ourselves for anything that we might notice like, oh, but I didn't question my thought there. And so I didn't respond. Da, 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 da. I'm the number one person. I'm like the worst self-judger of myself. So wanted to preface that. First up, first pillar I want to talk about is how a life overflowing with joy means that you are not always happy. Mind blowing, right? <laughs> I'm going to say it a little bit louder for the people in the back. Maybe not louder because I'm already loud enough. A life overflowing with joy means you're not always happy. I cannot explain to you the permission that this understanding gave me. It felt like the entire weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders when I came to learn and understand this. Because if you are somebody who wants to have more joy in their lives and expand into more happiness, the first go-to reaction is 
to just combat everything negative in your life with something positive, like, oh, I shouldn't think this negative thought. I need to switch it around and make it positive. And, or I'm really sad. I shouldn't be this sad about this. He didn't even mean that much to me. I should not be that upset about this breakup. I need to be happy. This isn't worth my tears. And it's a, it's a ongoing thing where we just continue to stuff down our feelings and our emotions because we think that that is going to get them out of the way and then therefore lead to joy. It's crazy to, to dissect and think about, but this is literally how I've lived my life, my entire life. I am somebody who stopped everything away and down because I got a really important meeting to go to. I got to go to work. I got to be in an office. People expect me to be positive all the time. My, I'm in sales. My life is revolving around my energy and my attitude. I can't be down. I so can't be sad. <clears throat> Stuff it down. Okay. I'm showing up today. And then you think what, when you get back home later in the evening, then you're like ready to feel because you have time to feel. No, it's not how it works. You can't just stuff things down and feel on commands later. So giving yourself the permission to not always be happy is so key. And it stretches so far beyond just yourself. It stretches into if you are not happy, share how you are feeling. You don't necessarily have to broadcast it to the world. But if you're in a situation where you might not be feeling yourself, you aren't feeling happy and you need to interact with another and they are kind of like, what is up with you? I'm just not happy. I'm not happy in this moment. I'm going to be okay. I don't need to be consoled. I'm, I'm going to be fine. Just currently in this moment, I'm sad. How about those days when you just wake up and for no apparent reason, you're just like, eh. You get out of, you roll out of bed and you're like, I got up on the wrong side of the bed today. Unhappiness is not just sad. It's not just tragedy. It's everything. It's when you're angry. It's when you're anxious. It's when you're afraid. It's when you are frustrated. Any of the uncomfortable feelings that we don't want to feel are falling under the unhappy category. It's the feelings that we don't want to feel. And instead of judging ourselves for feeling that way and thinking that we should feel another way, it's allowing ourselves to be unhappy, allow ourselves to feel angry. Now, that doesn't mean you just lash out and do whatever you want. No, 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 no. This is all about learning how to manage your emotions and work through them. But most importantly, first, it's about giving yourself the space to not be happy and know that it's okay. It's okay that you're not happy, except being unhappy. It's all part of the journey. Trust the process. And more importantly, it's less about why you're unhappy, you don't really need to dissect that. And it's more about who are you in these moments? Who are you when you're sad? Who are you when you're angry? Who are you when you're afraid? Are you someone who is afraid of something so you avoid it? And you procrastinate? And you 
ultimately don't wind up doing whatever's on the whatever you want that's on the other side of that fear because you're too afraid well what if i told you if you broke through that fear on the other side of that fear is an immense amount of joy would you still be really afraid maybe but now you learn how to walk with that fear you learn how to manage it so you can break through it and come out the other side like oh my god this is what was on the other side of me being afraid what was i waiting for it's crazy who are you when you're angry do you lash out at people do you take your anger out on others if somebody says something unkind to you do you then say something unkind back? Well, he pushed me, so I pushed him back. Just because that person said something that hurt your feelings, it likely wasn't intentional because everybody's own responsibilities for their own feelings or their own actions are coming from deep-rooted trauma. And once you understand that your trigger and your reaction to whatever mean thing that they might have said to you is your unhealed trauma. So once you dive into and you manage that and you realize, huh, what she said really hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings because it came from her. She's my best friend. So like that sucks. But I also understand, I can see the bigger picture. I see why she said what she said without her even knowing it. And I don't even really need to dissect her. Her, her stuff has nothing to do with me. All I got to do is worry about me. Why did what she say affected me so much? Why did her telling me she doesn't like who I'm becoming affect me so much? What happened to me in my childhood or some other time in my life that scarred me to not feel comfortable or confident in who I was shifting into. So once you start to dive into why your pain is, or why your trigger is causing you pain from maybe something else somebody had said to you, it's a lot easier to manage. And you don't feel the need to lash out or say something unkind back to them or do something to hurt them because they hurt you. Well, he cheated on me, so I wanna get back at him. Why? He has his own reasons for cheating. You don't need to know why they were. You need to know that you don't like it. Your trust was broken. That's where you make your decisions. You set the boundaries. It's really important to be responsible for our own feelings. So when we are not feeling good in the moment, we take a breath, we know that we're okay, and we respond instead of react. And we really start to learn who we are in these moments that are not the great moments, who we are in these moments of unhappiness. We allow the unhappiness to happen, but we're also managing our emotions through the unhappy times. It's something that if I truly believe 
100% of the people on the planet took responsibility for their own feelings and managing their emotions, we would live in a wildly blissful world. <laughs> now, I don't think that that's, you know, our purpose here. I think we are supposed to live with anger and sadness and all the things because we live in a dualistic reality. And it's those times that we are in the pain and that we are so unhappy that allow us to feel super happy when we're in the greatest mood ever. We're like, oh my God, this feels so good because we know how bad it feels to not feel good. And when we're not feeling good, it is so easy to feel like we will never feel good again literally me all the time, even still eight years in practice. And I am sad about something. I'm the sun's never going to shine again. I'm never going to be happy. When will I ever smile? Am I ever going to want to go outside? Like, of course you will. <laughs> How much evidence do you have of your life that you were sad and then happy? And then sad and then happy and then sad and then happy. <laughs> and it's so hard in the moment of the darkness, in the depths of that shadow, to remind yourself, this too shall pass. I'm not going to be sad forever. I will smile again. I will be happy again. The sun will shine on my face. Right? So it's understanding that we're going to be okay. I went to Bali a few years ago and I met my guru and probably one of the most profound things I learned from him was to really get comfortable just being neutral. And when he had said this at the time, I was really taken aback because I was such a happy, positive person. I was like, um, excuse me. No, I don't want to be neutral. I want to be like happy all the time. What do you mean? Like, I want to feel this excited. Why would I ever want to not feel this? And what he meant by that was clearly there's ebb and flows of life. You're going to be up. You're going to be down. You're going to be up. You're going to be down. It's a roller coaster of human emotions that we are on, that we are like holding on for dear life. Somebody buckle me in, put the straps on. But if you get really comfortable being neutral, that is where the embodiment of joy lies. Joy lies in that peaceful neutrality and where you know you are so wildly overwhelmed with joy. Those moments where it brings absolute tears to your eyes. You know that that moment's not going to last forever. You wish it could. And in the moment, you don't even want to think about how it's not going to last forever. But because you know it's not going to last forever, bask in it. Oh, don't wipe away those happy tears. Let them blow. Jump, scream, skip, do a cartwheel. Naming all the things I did when I saw some of the most beautiful mountains. <laughs> Just let that emotion fly and ground into it. Because when you really embed that level of joy in those moments into yourselves when you close your eyes and you just take a moment to really feel into your heart how unbelievably overwhelmed with joy you are in that moment it really helps to secure it in your energy body in your physical body so when you are down you are reminded 
oh, but I have been up before. I've been so up that I've been in the sky. And those days will come again. When you're on the other side of whatever unhappiness you're on or you're in, joy is waiting for you. So don't think that it is a never ending down. It's good to remind ourselves when we are down, get comfortable with the uncomfortable, get comfortable with being unhappy, get comfortable with allowing yourself to be unhappy instead of shoving it away. So I want to tell you a little, a little story last year, 2021, it feels so weird to say last year. It's like three weeks ago. Um, I lived out my biggest dream that I have ever dreamt to date. I didn't really realize this until a couple of weeks ago when I was doing my 2021 recap reflection of the year, sending myself into the new year. I mean, I knew it all happened, obviously, but if you've ever quantum leaped before, man, when you are in the midst of that quantum leap, you are like, is this real life? How is this happening? Oh my gosh. So I started off last year. It has been my dream for years now. I'm a Sagittarius through and through. I have like five planets in Sag. I have always wanted to travel the world indefinitely without restraint on my own terms, work remotely, bop around, be free as a bird, doing my own thing. I've wanted that for so long. I love the mountains. I'm a huge hiker. I have recently, probably in the last year, well, now too, because 2020, the dream came about and then all of 2021 to dream of living in the mountains and living a mountain life where I walk out my door and I'm just hiking immediately views out of my window. I see peaks on peaks on peaks. I've got ranges upon ranges to climb. Been really dreaming about that for a little while. Well, I started off 2021 with my permanent remote position at one of the world's most well-known companies. Six months later, Switzerland decides to open their doors to American travelers. I start doing a little bit of research and I realize, huh, I can work central time in Europe. Not bad, four to midnight. Before I know it, I book a one-way ticket to Switzerland. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to Switzerland. It's all happening so quickly. From the time that I booked my flight to the time that I left, it was like a month and a half. I spent that month and a half, mind you, I thought that my mountain life, the vision was going to be Colorado or something. I didn't think that Europe was going to be opening anytime soon. And I just never even really even looked into, can I live in Switzerland and manage this time zone change? I don't know. So it all just rapid fire was happening. Like, oh my gosh, so quick. So I'm like, I got to like, look into where do I want to go? Where do I want to hike? Where are all the good things? I got to get like dope Airbnbs. This is it. Oh my gosh month and a half I had to plan, set things up. I'm like a fly by the seat of your pants. So I really only wanted to plan a few things and then leave the rest up for like, well, what if I need somebody? And they're like, oh my God, you got to go here. I got to do this. So I was like, cool. I'll just like plan a little bit. I planned on taking the first uh, week off when I had gotten there uh, or a little bit longer than a week, but a little bit of time to not have to dive right into work, be able to openly explore. So of course, in the beginning of that trip, I decided to put 
amazing hikes that I wanted to do, the dopest Airbnbs I was staying in. I was so excited. I was like, I am living my dream. This is crazy. Like this dream, a massive dream is coming true so quickly. I'm in the middle of it. Like what is happening? This is insane. It was overwhelming in a beautiful way, but also a very scary way. I could feel how big it was. And I didn't really know why I was so scared, but I was like, something big is coming. I am not going to be the same after this. Part of me thought I was just never going to come back and I was just going to live in Switzerland. Turns out they don't let you do that. Um, and so I, I could feel this energy build. I didn't know what it was or why it was. I just knew something big was coming. So I get on the plane. I land in Switzerland. I'm like, ah! literally my heaven on earth, the absolute best have a couple of days. I'm flitting around. I one of the second place I stayed, beautiful Carlos Mountain Village, Wengen. Loved it there. Get off the train. It was one of the most beautiful train rides I'd ever been on. That train ride brought tears of joy to my eyes. My goodness. Oh. <laughs> and I'm walking to my Airbnb. It's about a 10 minute walk. I got my luggage. I got my 40 pound pack on. I got groceries in this hand. I'm like, you know what? Let's just power up this hill mountain. It's paved. I'll be fine. It'll stop, but it's 10 minutes. Let's just walk. It's fine. So I'm powering up. I'm looking at my GPS. I'm like, all right, two more minutes. Let's go. Rearrange my pack. I got my suitcase, groceries. My hands are purple because the thing is twisting my arm. And I hunker down and I just, you know, you know, like carrying heavy stuff. I just power up the hill. I'm like, let's go. Well, I was wearing my hiking boots because obviously I was going to be hiking and you don't pack the chunkiest thing. So I'm wearing my hiking boots. If any of you know hiking boots, you know, the rabbit ear on the lace and then hiking boots have these little clips, right? To tie your laces into. Well, the rabbit ear of one of my boots got caught in the clip of my other boot, tied my feet together. And since my hands were so full, I went down hard and fast. Whack! And my head broke my fall. Sounded like a car accident, okay? First thought was, am I dead? <laughs> what just happened? I can't believe my head broke that fall. This was all in like milliseconds. Second thought was, is my skull just like smashed open? Am I going to be okay? I was like really afraid to get up. And then I thought, oh, you know, well, you know, when you like stub your toe real hard and you think that you have cut it clean off only to find that it's completely intact, toenails even still intact. You just banged your toe really hard. I was like, okay, that's what it is. I'm just going to have a big shiner there tomorrow. It's fine. It just hurts really bad. I just got to like hold it. I'm fine. Well, I get up on all fours and I see a puddle of blood on the pavement. My head is like wet. And then I notice blood is squirting out of my head and splashing back up me. Well, I guess you, you can guess that I lost it. <laughs> I started screaming, crying. I am uh, five days into my trip. I'm completely alone. I'm in a foreign country. I have no idea what to do. I have never seen this much blood in my life, let alone coming out of my own head. And I just, 
all I could do was scream, help. That's not how it was. I won't reenact it because I'll blow your eardrums. But I was screaming, crying. I got on all fours and I, I didn't know what to do. I just couldn't move. And it's pretty crazy. I caught a little bit of the end of Daniela's um, speech there. And I think she touched on this a little bit. But in the moment, that's one of the, the most profound moments that I can think of where in that exact moment, at the same time that I thought, I can't believe this is happening to me. Oh my gosh. Like I've been here for five days. I'm completely alone. What do I do? Am I going to get rushed to the hospital? Am I going to pass out? Am I going to be okay? Like, I don't even know what to do, where to go. Like I'm freaking out. I can't even tell you. It was like at the same time that I had that thought, I immediately felt divine support. I immediately felt and heard like, you're okay. You're going to be okay. Like you are supported. And I just relaxed. I mean, I was still screaming, crying. Yes. But I relaxed into knowing everything's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Perfect segue into the next pillar, which is everything happens for you, not to you. In this moment, I literally, as scared as I was and as freaked out as I was, I, I just immediately thought, it's okay. This is happening for me. I'm going to learn something from this. It's okay. And I was completely divinely supported. As somebody came to my rescue, brought me to the hospital and I got stitched up. It was fine. I spent a, a long time healing. There was so many intricacies along the way that were showing me how divinely supported that I was. But for me to really just understand that everything is happening for us, not to us, is so important. Life is happening through us. You really, if you want to live a life of overflowing joy, any kind of victim mentality that you have, gotta go. Gotta go. Clean that shiz out. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a past. Everybody's got a lot of things that have happened to them in their lives. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit there and think that life is out to get you? Are you going to feel like you are restricted because of X, Y, Z? Or are you going to make note of what is this trying to teach me? Everything is happening for me. Everything is happening for me, not to me. And this is one of those things that I talked about in the beginning where you can put into practice today. Every little thing, every little thing. The other day I got a haircut. I hated the way it came out. How is this happening for me? Like, I'm not happy, but how is this happening for me? When we incarnate in this world, we actually choose the life that we want to live. We actually choose the human experience that we want to have that's going to help us evolve and grow beyond where we've already been, right? It's going to help us evolve, get us closer to enlightenment and help us through our journey of evolution. So we sign up for all of these things. 
we ask for these things to happen. We literally sit down and like, okay, so, you know what? I have never experienced like the kind of grief that could really make or break you. I have never experienced the kind of grief or the kind of tragedy where you could either go down a super, super, super dark path and not return, or you could choose a different way. I've never experienced that level of grief. Let's throw it in. Let's do it. Let's do it in this life. You know what else? I also have never experienced a human life where I grew up without a father figure. Throw it in, throw it in, throw it in. You know, I really would love to experience a earth shattering, divine love, sacred union that helps to heal the world and expand people into bigger love. What experiences can I have that can lead me to that? Let's throw in some heartbreak. Let's throw in, um, let's, how about we get cheated on? That'll be great. Let's do that. And maybe an abusive relationship can help us heal, get us to that level of expansion. Let's do that. We sign up for all of these things. And when we really understand that we have chosen a path to learn certain examples, the circumstances come as they come, but we have signed up to learn certain things and evolve in certain ways. doesn't mean you're going to learn it by somebody cheating on you, but maybe that's just the way that in this human experience, I needed to learn that lesson, right? So really becoming aware that everything is happening for us and not to us is so, so important. Think about all the times in your life that you have been whether it's something tragic that's happened to you or unbelievably heartbreaking, really reflect back on how that happened for you. Because when you're on the other side of it, it's a lot easier to see the lesson and how what you lived through is getting you and expanding you into a fuller version of yourself, expanding you into more joy, right? So really kind of reflect back on that. Um, I want to keep an eye on time here. I know that we have questions at 8.45, I think, Patricia. So keep me on track. We've only got a couple of minutes here. Um, I see a couple of comments. No questions. Thank you, ladies. Love, love. Um, so one last thing that I will leave you with before, and if we don't have any questions, I'll just keep going. But it is, let me take a quick quick water break. So these pillars are something to just keep and noted in your brain. So when things are coming up, you have it there to refer back to, right? And that's where it goes into questioning your own thoughts. In the moment of cracking the head open, how could this be happening to me? I've only been here for five days. Oh my God, what does this mean? Is this ruining my Switzerland trip? What is going on? My head, is my face going to be deformed? Oh my God. Reeling in, everything is happening for me. 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 Even if I do have like a gnarly scar, everything is happening for me. Do I want that? No, but everything is happening for me. 
which segues perfectly into the next pillar. Accept your reality as it is. Here's the thing. Living a life overflowing with joy is simple. It, are, it is simple things. It is simple techniques. It is simple practices, but they are not easy, right? So it's like, once you dissect it, you're like, well, that sounds simple. And it is. Accept reality as it is. I mean, how many times have you just said, without even probably meaning and, and feeling into the meaning of, it is what it is. It is what it is. But when you say that, you don't mean it. You're like, oh, he broke up with me. It is what it is. It is what it is. But really, it is what it is. Don't make it mean something. We always have stories around our thoughts. And this, my friends, is where we limit ourselves from our own joy. When we start to create stories around the thoughts that we're thinking, right? I shouldn't have cracked my head open. Is that true? Is that really true? Can I say absolutely, without a doubt, 100% surefire that I should not have cracked my head open? No. That's not true. Because if it was, I wouldn't have. Right? Accept reality as it is. Don't make the cracking of the head mean something. Don't make it mean it's going to ruin my trip. I can't hike these beautiful mountains. I can't be out of work this long. I've already been out of work. Am I ever going to think properly again? Because if you've ever had a concussion, you know how scary that is. Accept reality as it is. I want to be hiking. I want to do this. I want to see the other side of those mountains. I am here in this reality. I cracked my head open. I need to heal from a concussion. How do I settle into that reality and accept it? Right? Because it's so important when we start to argue the reality, just think about it dissect some of the things in your life that are causing you some distress right now and ask yourself if your thoughts around it are true. I shouldn't have been fired. I can't believe I lost my job. What am I going to do? I am doomed. Is that true? Is that really true? Or is this something that's happening for you? And the reality of the situation is, if you didn't get fired, you wouldn't know that the bigger, the better, higher paying, treating you with more value opportunity is on the other side of that, right? Accept everything as it is. Don't make a story about it. We cause our own unhappiness. We limit ourselves our own expansion into joy because we create so many stories. We make it mean something. Oh, well, he broke up with me, which means he doesn't love me or he never loved me. Is that true? Is that really true? It means I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of love. 
Is that true? Or are you just worthy of a better love, a more expansive love? A man more suited to support you as a partner in your life, right? So I know that we only have a little bit of time left. Um, Patricia hasn't come on and cut me off yet. So that's good. <laughs> um, I, if we have any questions, Patricia, I would love that. Um, but just to give a quick sum up for you guys, uh, some of the pillars that I shared today are to be very aware that a life overflowing with joy means that you are not always happy to really lean into everything is happening for us, not to us, and to really accept reality as it is. This is so good. I'm so, I'm so excited for everything that you shared. And before we dive into the, the real content, I just wanted to share, I had to laugh so much when you were telling your story about like going to Switzerland and you have those you have this excitement for mountains and maybe thinking of living in Colorado, but then it turned out to be Switzerland and I could resonate so much. I'm originally from Germany and I was like in the mountains in Austria for pretty much all my life. And I have kind of a similar story that happened last year. So I totally resonated, but I'm also like a little bit still under shock about your accident. So I'm very sorry to hear that. And I'm happy that you're feeling, feeling well again now. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm still in shock about it too. It's so crazy how everything happened so quickly. Incredible. Yeah. I really wanted to thank you for everything that you shared. Um, for everybody watching, if you have any questions for Kelly, write them in the comments so that she can answer them here. So far we have comments. Uh, Denise says you radiate joy. Ashley's here. Hi, Ashley. Um, yeah, Laura says, everything is happening for me. Yes, yes, yes. And Monique says, yes, powerful when we accept this. And I really also wanted to say like how you embody joy is really something special. So you're very special. And thank you for bringing your energy into the summit here. <laughs> oh, thank you. I so appreciate that. And it feels so good to be here. It's so good to be um, among so many other powerful women. And thank you, Patricia, for hosting this. You put on such a great event and brought such great people together. So it's so exciting. And it, it's funny how our stories intertwine. I, it's always fun in these containers. All the right people come together and all the, the universe is orchestrating everything for us, not to us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's so, so true. I really wanted to, to point out again your last pillar with accepting what is, because this is also something that I have truly embodied, I guess, within the last year, I would say, because like really the we lose the, the potential of joy, we lose our energy when we resist the reality, when we fight against what is. And I think this is such a powerful pillar, like accepting what is, because it has already happened. So as long as we put energy into fighting the reality we're blocking ourselves off from receiving joy so i love that you that you integrated that that's so beautiful. yeah it's so true and you're right it is so exhausting it is exhausting to constantly resist reality so it's it's interesting what our human mind and our egos want to do and pull us out of and uh, it's 
it's a fun practice to always take it back to what is happening? Is this true right now? Is this thought true for me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And exactly how you were saying, right? It's our perception of the world. We have made up stories how life is supposed to be rather than being okay with living in duality. Like only when we move through pain, we will we will see and realize where we come out on the other side and then experience again that overflow of joy. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, Emily says, thank you, Kelly. Your truth is inspiring. So, oh, thank you, Emily. So great to have you here. <laughs> One thing I wanted to ask, um, like on my own personal growth journey, I really realized, especially in the beginning, like when I started with personal development, mindset work, all of that, on a logical level, I all I always knew like yeah I should take I should pick a different thought I should allow my feelings to be there all of these things but I felt whenever I was in those sad moments or angry moments in the beginning it was like I felt it was not accessible for me because it was kind of as having the blindfolds on like you have all those amazing tools and everything but in those moments I felt back then it's hard to think of them Right, exactly. So I was, was it the same way for you? And how did you like how did you build up that emotional intelligence and that new perception on the world? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the key is and you know, I had mentioned and it's really important to note that it's a practice. This is not even still, you know, it's a lifetime practice. It's our thoughts are always gonna be there and our ego is always gonna be there to combat us right so and in the moments when you're down it's so easy to feel like you're never going to be up again and it's hard to pull on these practices or um these beliefs and knowings when you are down that's the hardest time to do it it's easy to put practices into place when you're super happy <laughs> but when you are down it's so hard to put those things into practice. And I don't want to say pull yourself out because it is important to allow yourself to feel, but there is a fine line between wallowing and, you know, really doing the things that, you know, are going to help move you forward into the up versus the down. And, you know, to your point, Patricia, that's exactly it is that it's just a practice over time. And I can tell you, you know, eight years ago or even seven or six, or five or four, when, you know, uncomfortable moments would happen, I can tell you that in a moment's thought of this shouldn't be happening to me, I can't believe this. I did not have an immediate follow thought by, oh, well, this is happening for me. And this is reality. So, you know, let's just coast through it here. <laughs> like, no, no, no. That has really just come about probably in the last year for me to where these unconscious things that I need to bring consciously and make an effort to remind myself everything is happening for me has now turned into just routine. It's almost like it's just subconscious. It's ingrained in me. Um, that's where it's important in those moments when you do feel that overwhelm and overflow of joy to sink into it, feel into it and remind yourself on a cellular cellular level, let it like sink in. So when you are in those down moments, even without 
your brain doing it, your body and your being just knows I will be up again. Mm-hmm. Remember how I cried because I was so happy. Like I will be up again. And one of the keys too is just even when you are down, just think about your life. You know, I've been okay. I'm okay. I've had sad times before and then I've had happy times again after. Just remind yourself this too shall pass. And it's hard. It is hard, like you said, to have these feelings and thoughts of, you know, everything's happening for me and to remind yourself that the sun will shine again when it is not shining. But it's, it's a practice and it really is the easier that you are in yourself and the less that you judge yourself for when you are in that practice. And it's like taking a little bit of time to really sink in and resonate and, and be a part of your everyday being in practice. That is the key. And it's, it's, you know, when, when people talk about, oh, if you're, you know, trying to lose weight or go on a diet or, or eat healthy, it's like, oh, it's a lifestyle change. And I used to hate that. I was like, what do you mean? Like, okay. But I totally understand it now because it really is a lifestyle change in your thought process and it shifts your life and your lifestyle, but it's, it's over time and practice. And it's not something that you need to try to perfect or even think that you should be in a certain way at a certain time. Like, no, 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 no. It's, it's all about removing that self-judgment, removing that pressure and, and becoming a viewer and almost just looking at like, okay, wow, well, I cracked my head open and I'm not hiking those mountains I want to hike right now. And I'm not back to work. Like I thought I wanted to be, but that's interesting. Okay. So look at all this space. I have, I have so much time to heal and rest and breathe and work on my nervous system. Okay. All right. And just be a viewer instead of being lost in that, you know, ickiness. That's so true. And I feel that's, that's really the the core point of that, because when we start on going on the self-development journey to really celebrate ourselves for every tiny little step that we make, like not making ourselves wrong for again, having reacted in a way we didn't want to in a certain situation, but rather, okay, but at least I realized it afterwards. Like I was, I was aware of that because that's already the first step, like getting awareness and then being able to maybe change it the next time. And also what you were saying, like in terms of really like, feeling that joy on a cellular cellular level um, is so important because like I've also been one of these people back then like before my burnout like feeling joy okay perfect and what what, what are we gonna do next like what now you know like not even like allowing myself to let it sink in and I feel now it's January so often we like go with like okay that was the past year but now what are we gonna this year gonna do this year instead of really, taking the time and let it let it sink in like all your accomplishments all your beautiful moments of joy because what I realize very often with my clients too like they are like I really want to experience more joy in your life and then when we work together they realize okay wow actually you know I've already so much joy around me but I just didn't allow myself to really feel it so thank you so much for all those amazing insights and your experiences I really love that conversation Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Patricia. What a great event. I'm so excited for the rest of the couple of days here and the rest of the women coming to speak. 
That's amazing. Thank you. So if people wanted to find you, Kelly, so you're obviously in the Facebook group. Um, they can connect with you there, I would assume. Is there anything else you wanted to share? Yeah, I'll post some things in the Facebook group. I have some special offers for you guys that are specifically in this group. And um, I'll make sure I post all the things so it's easy and just click through and, and um, follow me. But if I'm primarily on uh, Instagram, I'm on Facebook too, of course. Um, but Instagram is definitely my go-to. Um, my handle there is Kelly J Carlone. Um, I'll, I'll leave everything. Um, I'll make some posts in the group. Uh, so everybody has easy access there, but yes, feel free. I also have a private, uh, Facebook community called soul explorer. I would love, love, love to have any of you beautiful people there that would love to expand further into joy and hear more about, you know, all the things I have a bajillion things to share and, and more to talk about. So, um, would love to have you all as a part of that journey as well. I'll share all the things in a post, but yeah, that's, that's how you can find me. That's perfect. And I will pin the post to the info guide section. That's section number four, because there you can find like all the freebies and special offers here for the summit. So you guys can just browse through that. So thank you so much, Kelly. And I love your radiance of joy. You're very special. And I really appreciate you having here in the summit and have the most beautiful rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye, Kelly. And I'll see you guys in a minute with our next speaker, Monique. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Light and Free podcast. If you enjoy this show, please help me out by rating and reviewing it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so that more people can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about living your free life, head over to my Instagram or my website at Patricia Jasmine Bergman or patriciajasminebergman.com where you'll find more inspiration and potential ways to work together to make your dream life happen too. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing day. Bye.